from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. We are here from the Wildcat Sports Club, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York, the home of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora for all things West Genesee athletics related for the Wildcats monthly shows with the Wildcats exclusively brought to you by Wake Up Call. We want to thank Danny Tome and the entire team here. And speaking of teams, we have the boys lacrosse team from West Jenny. We have head coach Sean Smith. We have Anthony Detalis, who is here even when he's not here. And we have Brad Cunningham. So, so, all right, I want to do this by cheers. So we're going to do two different cheers. Show me how loud you can be for West Genesee lacrosse. What about for Brad Cunningham? Some of that sounded horrifying. Brad, I want to give you the mic first here. It's the first time you've been up on stage with me. Where did the fan base come from? Um, trying to make me a little nervous, but uh, it's not happening. It's not happening. So they're just they're cheering for you to try and make you scared. I think yeah, it made me laugh a little bit. Mess up. Who do you think is your biggest your biggest fan out of all these gentlemen? Uh, Billy Fisher. Billy Fisher is your biggest fan? Where is, where's Billy? Billy. Hey, Billy, remember when you were on the show and you were really quiet? Okay. Got to change that. Coach brought it up, just so you know. Because he's very... Now, does he cheer you on loud? Because he, he cheers a lot when he's in the audience. But he has, he has other people he's a fan of. So do you think you're his top? Or Billy, is he your favorite of all time? I can't see Billy. Is he your favorite? Yes. He, yes. So if you're Billy's favorite, how does that make you feel in life? Are you winning? Absolutely. Okay. I feel great. It makes me feel great. Now, Anthony Detalis, even when it doesn't matter what show I do, basketball, football, lacrosse, water polo, <laughs> girls basketball, girls lacrosse, curling, yeah. skiing, it doesn't matter what. Why are you? You're always here. Are you just gonna Are you just gonna take up some residency in the studio at some point? Is that how it's gonna be? I was thinking about going uh, with you to all your other ones. <laughs> okay. Speaker. Well, even even when you're not here, someone from another team mentions you. Have you paid people to do this? No. <laughs> do you have a fan base that's bigger than Brad's? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. Fan base for Brad. Cheer. Give me Brad cheers. <laughs> All right. Now give me Anthony cheers. It's crazy. Coach, how do you respond to all of this? Is this fun to have in practice? Yeah, it is, actually. It's, it's pretty fun. Okay. Who is the loudest in practice? Oh, my God. Siracus. Where, where is Where is Siracus? Mike Siracus. There he is. Well, the last time we were here, Mike Mike was coming back from injury, right? And he was on the show, yes. And he decided to eat another mic and come here today. Look at how big he is. Oh, muscle. He's gotta be, you've got to be happy that you're back, right? Put on all that muscle. You look like you went to jail for a year. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Bring him up here. We're going to bring... Come up here, sir. Look at Get on the screen here. Look at this. Look at this. Proud of you. Proud of you, sir. Hey, we're happy to have you back. Yeah, it's been a bit... How, how good is it to have him back? It's great. He's... he's all emotion, you know, just a great leader. Yeah. Everybody follows him around, you know. He's, he's, he's great. I love him. So leadership-wise, besides besides Mr. Siracus, where else is the leadership coming from? Well, Ryan Sheehan, uh, two-year captain, 
Uh, Luke Stout's a two-year captain. Yeah, I saw Ryan in the back. Hey, Ryan. How are you, sir? Where's Luke? Where's Luke at? Yeah. Yeah. Luke. There he is. All right. So what? Okay, so Luke at Sears. What about Ryan? Wow. Wow. So that's how it's going to be tonight. One guy's going to get a lot. If you all know it's, you all know it's good for you. How about for Coach Sean Smith? They haven't made what? They haven't made cuts yet. Too. Okay, fair enough. Well, you offic- you started like unofficially officially, yeah, right? Yeah, Kay was in Amaro's. Uh, this week is in Amaro's, and then uh, we start officially next Monday. 68 degrees outside and sun. You couldn't pick a better day in central New York to start. We didn't have that weather last year. No, it was snowing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, and it was like 10 degrees. I know. You had some bad weather out there. So, Coach, I'm going to ask you about the – I mean, I don't know if I have to ask this question, but – the personalities of this year's team. How would you describe personality on this year's team? There's a bunch of different personalities, but they're all one group. It's, it's an awesome group to have. What can you say about the level that's, I mean, I, I know you just got started back up today, but what, I was talking to some of the guys about the intensity of practice in their opinion. What do you, how would you assess going out there for intramurals? It was good. We changed uh, the way we did it from last year. Um, everything's kind of like based on a 10-minute increment. Yeah. So we go 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and doing different things. And every day is going to be different. Yeah. So I think uh, they like that a little bit more. And you really turn around, two hours gone by, like, wait, did we even practice? And just this is all speed. Because we're going to play fast. I like that. Anthony, how do you feel about the level to which you'll be playing, the speed that you're going to have this year? Um, I just got back, but you can already tell that the guys want to be fast-paced. They're really uh, buying in this year. I can already feel a way better vibe than last year, and I think we're really going to shut the Bevo and FM players up. You had, obviously, you had Coach come in last year and kind of implement some things and whatnot. How do you feel about going into this? Is it more comfortable now? Do you kind of know what Coach expects, or has he changed it up a little bit too? Yeah, Coach described it today as the honeymoon phase is over and we're getting into the actual marriage. What do you think about the upcoming marriage? Are you scared? Are you happy? Are you ready to walk down the aisle? What's life like now? Uh, I'm excited. You're excited? I I know that every time I have to direct a question, I have to say your name, which is going to cause this place to go nuts, but Brad. (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts on... The intensity of practice and what coaches expected. Uh, I like it. I like it upbeat. Um, I think when we play fast this year, we got a lot of guys that can run midfield wise, uh, attack, defense. Um, so I think if we can just maybe even out last the other team, I think we'll be just fine. Takes a lot to get your endurance ready and prepared and all that set. What can you say about when you're playing that intense and that fast? It's going to ask a lot of you in practice and obviously being prepared. Are you excited to? Push yourself to the next level? Absolutely. You're yeah. wearing Cortland right now. Yes, sir. Why? Tell us. Uh, I'm going to play lacrosse there next year. And how excited are you for that? I'm very excited. Coach is excited that you're wearing it as well. Yes. You decided to rock it today. Alum. So why did you why did you pick Cortland? Um, just great facilities. I love the coaches down there. Um, and the team just feels like they're a brotherhood. So can't wait to get down there and and hopefully get back to the national championship or something. Did Coach give you any positive thoughts about Portland? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. He gave me a few. You better win. Yeah, that's right. Better not suck, but. <laughs> yeah, the alumni take it pretty serious. It's the best six years I spent in my life. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like that. Are you, are you planning on four years or six? How, how long are you planning? Are you going to match, Coach? Uh, no, I'm just going to hope for four. <laughs> You're going to hope for four. Okay. Where's four is the way to go. Yeah. So, so Brent, I want to stay with you on this. Mm-hmm. I know you're, it, it's just getting started back up again, but what can you say about the excitement of, of kind of building up to this moment and then finally getting onto the field, not only getting onto the field, but the weather's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. What do you do to bide your time until days like today when you finally get to get back to it? Well, yeah, like you said, everyone's very excited to get back. Uh, we had a lot of returners. Um, everyone knows we got embarrassed last year in the uh, sectional final. So I know that we're going to play with that chip on our shoulder. And I know everyone's coming in to practice every day, ready to 
go 110%. Does it stick with you? Do you do you sit back and think about that sectional final? Is that something that maybe drives you still right now to this day? Absolutely. How does that chip on your shoulder feel right now? What does it cause you to do in practice and, and, and just, get ready? Just always go 100%, and I know everyone just wants to get back to that stage and hopefully perform a lot better. Anthony, uh, to go off of that, do you feel that chip too? Is it something that sticks with you as you step into the season? Uh, yeah, right after the, uh, the game was still going on and Coach brought me, Ryan, and Luke together, and he was already planning on the next year, and we really just started from right then, and we've been thinking about it ever since. Coach, to, to do, bring me into that a little bit, to do something like that in, in a game that obviously wasn't going the way that you wanted to go, that you're already talking with these guys about 2020 and being ready back then. I knew those three were going to be the leaders, and I just said right there, you know, I, I always like to name captains, you know, at our banquet, but I decided right then that these three are going to be the leaders, that I want to make sure that they're ready to go. We, we knew we were going to have about 22 returners um, and expect a, a huge season. For you in that moment to already start planning, that shows your fire and your desire and your want to, obviously, to be ready for next year when you're still in that previous season. What can you say about that fire that you have inside of you to always be looking to improve the next step? We do it all the time. Last night, uh, me and the three other coaches, we met for like four hours. Uh, two days ago, we met for another four hours. We're always meeting, always doing different things, you know. Last year, once the season ended, you know, they finished their schoolwork, and then we were right back at it in the summer, all summer long, all fall long, all winter long. You know, it's just been it's been great, and I just love it. We, you know, sometimes they're the unsung, unsung heroes, those assistant coaches. So shout them out, you know, share with everybody, obviously, that's watching and, and obviously that's here, the names of your coaches and maybe something special specifically about them. Well, Coach Kevin Brady's been with me since I started the program at Corcoran, and so that's been a long time. Plus, he's my brother-in-law, so I can yell at him a little easier. Then Coach Billy Eldridge was the CNS head coach. Um, didn't really get respect over there, so he really wanted out. So I said, come with us, and he played at West Tennessee as an alum. And then Coach Jeremy Duran I've known for a long time. He's... He started like the OCC program, was coaching at Limestone, coached at Oneana, coached at Syracuse. He's coached pretty much everywhere except for high school. So last year was a little different for him, but he's a fiery guy. Uh, he loves to get after it. Fair enough. Anthony, what can you say about the assistant coaches? How do they push you? Um, I definitely have a special bond with all the coaches, uh, mostly Duran and Aldridge because they're offense, but... We love Duran and Aldridge. They really just uh, make us laugh, and it's really fun to be around. Brad, what can you say about this coaching staff and what they mean to you? Um, you know, Coach Brady, uh, we like to get competitive with him since he runs the defense and we're, and we're attacked. So. But he's, he's good. And then uh, we got Coach Aldridge and Coach Duran who, you know, run the offense, who know a lot and are good guys, and we like to be around talk about pushing you know obviously being on the other side of it pushing offense to defense who pushes you of all of the players that are here today who pushes you the most anthony anthony so you always get shout outs even when you're sitting right here i want to know how much you get paid for these endorsements so anthony who pushes you the most is it anthony no. okay who is it <laughs> Brad, you can, yeah, I want to I hear what he is. Brad? Yeah, it's probably Brad. Okay, why is it Brad? Um, well, we've been playing with each other a very long time. <coughs> um, uh, we're like brothers. Uh, I know I can trust him on the field. I always know where he is. We got that special bond, and I feel like that is where we like come into play really good. How did that bond get created? When we talk about. Kind of, you know, just knowing where some, just, just that, that sixth sense of just feeling out where somebody is and knowing where they're at. What can you say about maybe when that sixth sense started? Well, actually, Brad's dad, Mr. Cunningham, uh, we used to play ULA, and he was the coach, and they really just started right there. Started playing there, and how long ago was that for you? Probably when we were like eight or nine. So eight or nine years old, you guys started that chemistry that to this day, you just know where he is. He knows where you are. Yep. Uh, we played modified together. We played uh, JV as freshmen, and now 
and we played uh, varsity as sophomores, and ever since then, we definitely have had that bond. Brad, would you second that? Do you do you kind of just kind of automatically know what Anthony's going to do and where he's going to be? Absolutely. I've known him since I've been five years old. You know, he lives right down the street from me. So we've been hanging out ever since, and I know him as good as he knows himself, I think. Fair enough. Coach, you decided to bring these gentlemen up here. How do they represent what 2020 is going to look like for you? Well, the best, I tell this to people all the time, the biggest improvement I ever saw was Brad. His sophomore year, my son was on the varsity then, and Brad played some attack and, and did okay. But last year, he really just took over at the exposition, playing behind the cage, running the offense, you know, getting the ball to Anthony, getting the ball to Alex Rosa, getting the ball to our middies, and also being able to score. I mean, I told him, I said, this is going to even be a bigger year. He's, he's made a commitment to putting on weight. Even might not look like it, but he has gotten stronger. He's been in the weight room. Collins really hammer, hammering him in the weight room, and uh, he's really made that commitment. And Anthony just is, you know, seeing him play football and, and playing basketball this year and, and the type of athlete he is. He's strong, you know, relentless, he's tough. Do you hold your breath knowing that he plays – every sport imaginable, and I think he's going to create a couple sports for the Olympics coming up. So do you ever get nervous knowing that he's going through? I mean, he really never has any day off, ever. I don't, because, you know, you can you can get hurt walking down the street. You know, and, and the coaches that say you should only play one sport, no college coach wants you to do that anyways. And it's it's crazy. So you should play multiple sports. We have, we want the kids to play one, two, three sports. And we got a lot of guys play football, a lot of guys play hockey. You know, it's great to play that. You know, hockey and lacrosse go hand in hand. Basketball and lacrosse, you know, instead of five on five, it's six on six. Yeah. You know, football, the hitting part is great. Soccer, same type of thing. The spacing, the running. So, you know, it's all goes hand in hand. We want them to play more than one sport. And you get away from it. You know, the yeah. great best example, Luke Stout this year said to me, he goes, Coach, I want to play CYO basketball. I said, Absolutely. Absolutely. He's been playing lacrosse his whole life and never really had a break from lacrosse. I said, go do it. Yeah. Why not? Why not do something else? Absolutely. To add to it, before we get into rapid fire, Brad, I'm going to ask you to say, I liked your response. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something good about Anthony Detalis. I know you. I know you obviously grew up together and you know a lot about each other, but how would you maybe describe him or a few words that would make sense? Uh, I would describe him as funny. He's pretty funny sometimes. Gives me a good laugh. Okay. Uh, he's pretty smart. Okay. But uh, you cannot beat me in video games. Can't beat you in video games. What, what game do you play against yourself? Yeah, we play all of them. NBA basketball, uh, play chow, NHL. So, Which one are you the best at? All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. Okay. So, Anthony, he says, Brad says that you are funny, you're smart, but you're bad at video games. I'm really good at video games. What, what would be your response? How would you describe Brad? Um, hmm. I'm going to have to go with goofy yet sometimes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Definitely hardworking. Um, hmm. Generous. Um, definitely not good looking. <laughs> you said all nice things up to that point, for the most part. Fair enough. Tell me something. I know that you and I have done this before, but Coach just spoke about you, gentlemen. How would you describe Coach? Um, now that you've had the honeymoon phase. Fearless. Uh, definitely, like, he cares very much for us and for the sport. Um, and I think he just has a great worth ethic, and I think he really knows what he wants, and he gets it done. Rebuttal? Okay, what are your thoughts? I like it. I like it. I I mean, I'm intense with anything I do. It doesn't matter what I'm doing, so yeah. I try to bring that to You're everything. intensely were eating that slice of pizza as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I killed that. I killed that. 
I felt bad. I was like, we're, we're going to get started right away, but you were hungry. I threw it down. I threw yeah, it down. I know. I'm even more hungry now because you got to do that. Brad, how would you describe Coach? Uh, intense. Uh, he brings energy to practice. Yeah. Um, he's, he's determined. I mean, he's, he's spent a lot of time on us. He's trying, to us, he's trying to get us to do the most with the weight room and, and training and everything. Um, caring. I think he cares a very great deal about big deal about us. So, mm, I guess he's pretty smart, too. Pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty smart. Sounds like you guys like to play for him. Absolutely. All right, fair enough. We're going into rapid fire now. I love how Brad just handed the mic right back to you. So, Brad, do you know how to play, as Anthony told you? Okay, so I'm going to put you on the hot seat. It has nothing to do with lacrosse. I can ask you whatever I want, but in the spirit of fairness, you can put me on the hot seat, too. And Coach is going to be on the hot seat. So my first question is for you, Brad. That question is, what do you think, besides playing lacrosse, is your best talent, and why? Um, my best talent. Would... I want to know what the fan base says after, but I heard origami dogs. I heard dumps. I heard video games. What else? Andrew's saying something. He's bad at what? Okay. 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 We don't need to talk about that. So what is your best talent? My best talent? I'm actually a pretty good singer. Pretty good singer? What? Honestly. What? What? Uh, my vocal cords right now? I know. Not working, so I... You need some tea and hot water. Yeah, I just don't play for free, you know. Okay, I understand. I understand. Anthony doesn't either. So, okay. here's the thing, though. What type of music? Honestly, like, country, rap. Uh, you could, I know a few throwbacks, like what Coach Smith listened to back okay. in the olden days. Um, All right, back in the day. Yeah, so uh, I can, I got a variety. Fair enough. Anthony, we're going to go to you on this one. My first question for you, Mr. Detalis, is... If there was a rap battle on this team, who are the two people you would love to see go at it? Bryce and Billy Fisher. Okay, where, where, is, where is Bryce at? Now Bryce, Bryce right here in front of us. Bryce and Billy Fisher. Who would win? Probably Bryce. Bryce would win. Why would you pick Bryce? Um... He probably would say something like completely that didn't make sense, but everyone would just start laughing, so he definitely probably won. Fair enough. Coach, if there was a rap battle on your team, who do you think that you could beat in a head-to-head? I'd beat them all. You'd beat them all? Except for maybe uh, Vinny. I don't think I could beat Vinny. You don't think you could beat Vinny? Vinny's the man. Okay. Who would you pull from? Who who are some of your favorite rappers of all time? Well, EPMD. Okay. <laughs> all right, back. Luke Stout says. All right. Okay. <laughs> he said that one of the coaches. Who, coach who, Brady. Who did you just say, Coach? EPMD. You probably don't know who that no, is. I have no idea. American Paul making dollars. Okay. Back in the day. Okay. Coach, what's your first question for me? Well, we'll do a political one. Oh, great. And I'm not a big... Well, guys, good night. <laughs> I'm not big into politics. All right, go ahead. The way everything's going, yes. do you think Donald Trump's going to win again? I think... I think that the... The state of things right now is because there was four years spent worrying about the fact that he won and trying to make him not win, there wasn't preparation on that side of just putting together a candidate for four years. And I think that trying to rush it forward now, and because, I mean, it's like who Bernie was at the top and then Joe's at the top. I think, in all honesty, that I think the Democratic Party spent too much money, time, and energy about 
this term that they didn't prepare for this one. So I think that whether they want to or not, I think it might go in his favor. Me too, unfortunately. Unfortunately, because of the way that... I just wish that there were two good candidates that cared about everybody. It would be nice. So, God forbid we have people that represent all of us. Anthony, what's your first question for me? What is your favorite venue you've been at? My favorite venue? You mean to do a show like this? I've been the Wildcat the longest, and I mean, there's nothing that can beat this stage or this giant screen or anything like that. And you know what, Anthony? I don't know if I could pick a place that doesn't have you in it. So I guess, I guess I'm biased right now. And he always picks the chair next to me, so if at any given time the camera were to get a little bit smaller, he's always going to be on it. All right, Brad, what's your first one for me? So you're going to a stranded island. Yes. Uh, you can bring two things. You and Brett. Yeah, I'll bring you and Anthony. That's yeah. it. That's it. I'm done. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I can bring two things. What are they? What do I bring? Say you just need to keep yourself occupied. Do I have food? Do I have yes. ways to stay yes. alive? Yes. Okay. So I would bring my girlfriend and my dog. That's it. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Lily. What kind of dog? I have an ace. Cuban dog. Okay. Sorry. So, I, just, I just hate your three questions, but. No, it's okay. Brad, I'm going to stick with you. For the next one here. Since you like music, what is the worst song ever created in your opinion? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go the worst song. I, uh, I have one. For sure. uh, that song back in like 2013, Gangnam Style by... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that was yeah. the worst song ever created. Yeah, that's a really bad song. Yeah, I hear yeah, it. was awful. One of the most downloaded songs ever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. It shows that you have to have no talent, but if people just think it's funny, so that's, maybe, that's maybe why they got a chance. Maybe they downloaded it. So, all right, Anthony, my question for you is: What do you think you could do this season to win over Brad's fan base? <laughs> Yeah. Bryce says you can't do anything, yeah. but I believe in you. What can you do? Probably win the Saxon Championship off a of game-winning goal. That's about it. A game-winning goal. Would you like him more if he had the game-winning goal in sectionals? By a round of applause. Nah. <laughs> I'll give him a round of applause. I'll like I would. Yeah. If, I'll like if, if, Brad, if Brad walks to the garbage and throws out a napkin, how excited do you get? <laughs> All right, coach. All right, coach. What are the three greatest movies of all time? Animal House. Animal House, okay. What else you got? Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday. All right. Maybe Platoon. Platoon. All right. I like it. Do you have a favorite of those? Animal House. Animal House? Why? Because that's kind of what Cortland was like for me. It was like Animal House. It pretty much was. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> it's probably good your players don't know what that is. Right. Coach, what's... Well, what, it's closed down now, so... It's all good. What is what is your question for me as we round out this this round of rapid fire before we get a couple, couple guys up here? <laughs> what do you... You want to come up here? Oh no! He can ask. You can ask. You can ask me a question. Do you want to ask me a question? Yeah, sure. You can right, take you my take, question. Take, you take the mic. What's the question? Are you supposed to have one? You gotta have. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's see. What's your favorite joke? No joke. What's my favorite joke? I don't know if I. I don't know if I. It's a big move. It's a big move. All right. You guys are telling me not to answer. Does, does somebody else have a question in his place? Does anybody have a question? Who has a question for me? I'm going to take one from the crowd here. So go, go ahead, Mr. Hong. Come back up here. I just I just had Max for something here. What do you got for? Yeah, for hockey. 
asked you this before, but I want to see if you still remember this. Where does a duck have no feathers? In his quack, right? Butt quack. It's butt quack. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I do remember. What a, all right, folks, what's, what's your question for me? Well, now with the things going on with this coronavirus, how yeah. serious in terms of, you know, schools being closed down or things like that, do you think it's going to get? Well, it, so my concern right now is I always travel for the tournament and for all these events, and they're, they're telling us about the airports, and they may play games with nobody in the arena. So I've never had to think about this in 17 years of broadcasting, but I'm thinking about it now because this is the time of year when I travel. So I hope it doesn't get bad, but the reality of it all is we are in contact with each other from so many different places. I mean, the fact that somebody from Italy could go to Pennsylvania and then that person has a party with people from New York and New Jersey and then all of a sudden those people go down to Florida... I mean, it spreads really quickly in the world we live in today. So I just suggest everybody, you know, covers their mouth, stays healthy, takes medicine when they need to. And for the love, can we stop sending kids to school when they're sick? Yeah, true. And to work. You know, it's like whenever somebody goes to work that's sick, every, like in the media room at the Dome, if one person coughs, I go home. Because the media, if one person's sick at a Syracuse men's basketball game, 20 people get sick off of that. So I just go home. I stay away from it. So if you're sick, stay home would be my best advice. For the flu, the coronavirus, for anything, stay home. All right, Anthony, what's your final question for me? All right, so going off of Coach, if you're the last person on earth because the coronavirus wipes everyone out. He's got to say, if I'm the last person on earth, yeah. Well, what are you doing first? If I'm the last person on earth, there's nobody left. The coronavirus has taken everyone. My sidekick. They've taken you? All right, what am I going to do? So, wow, I don't know. I I would just, I'd probably go to, I'd probably go to Disney, do whatever I want. You know, I'd take all the electronics that I want. I mean, I would, I would, I would, I would just do everything that I always wanted to do that doesn't involve needing anybody else. Eat a bunch of food because the food's still going to be good. I would enjoy life for sure. I'd probably do it all. You know, play basketball on an aircraft carrier. I'd have some fun with it. All right, Brad, what's your last question for me? Um, no. Um, I don't know. Anything yeah, I, honestly, who is your biggest celebrity crush well Ma okay max do you remember who my celebrity crush was who okay who was it who, who said that before he said that okay he got he got it right too so she is the hockey the hockey remembers what'd you say she's pretty good looking yeah jennifer anderson but so you asked me so i should pick another one right no, I'll pick. I can pick another one okay. if you want to. Okay. Besides Jennifer Aniston. Okay. All right. Let me think. I don't know. This is tough, Coach. Do you have one? I don't know her last name. Selma. Oh, Selma Hayek. I'll say Selma Hayek with Coach. I know that. Selma Hayek. Yeah. Did you see Grown Ups? Grown Ups. Or was that white? Selma Hayek. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah I know that. So, so with that being said, Brad Cunningham, Anthony Detalis, and Coach Sean Smith, and myself, Dan Torr, we're going to take a step aside from the Wildcat. We're going to come back with part two. Let me hear a round of applause for Sean Smith. Better now. Let me hear a round of applause for Anthony Detalis. I won't ask for one for me because I, I don't have that ego. And Brad, you don't either, but they love you. Maybe that's why. Can I hear from Brad? With that being said, we're going to take we're going to take a step aside at the Wildcat. We'll be back momentarily with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir.
is a wake-up call fast break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. All right, we are back here from the Wildcat Sports Club, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. It's a wake-up call with Dan Tortora on-site, on-location with West Genesee Athletics, exclusively here every single month, three years strong. We're here with head coach Sean Smith for part number two for West Genesee Boys Lacrosse. So let's hear it for Sean Smith. Let's hear it for Ryan Sheehan. Ryan Sheehan. I'm sorry, I said Ryan Sheehan. Give him some love here, folks. Come on. Ryan Sheehan. Okay. Billy, once again, very loud when he's off camera. Let's hear for Luke Stout. They're going to stops the ball. Here's the thing. I think it's only this chair. I think it's... Is it the chair or is it the person? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, he wants you to switch to, you know he's not going to get up. Ryan's had enough of this already. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, I'm going to go to you first. <laughs> why, do, why does the world love Luke Stout so much? Um, Because last year he averaged about 20 saves a game. Oh my God, man. So without him we probably would have lost a lot of games by a lot of goals. All right, fair enough. Luke, why, why do they love you so much? Did you anticipate this at all? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I guess I might be a fan favorite, but I don't know. It's tough to match Brad from last. Uh, let, let me let me do this. Let me hear cheers for Brad Cunningham. All right. All right. Let me hear cheers for Luke Stout. Co- Coach, who won that one? I don't know, it's pretty close. I, it might be Brad. That, it, it might, is it? Yeah. Might be Brad. I, I, thought with, Luke. I thought with uh, Luke's boy right in front here. It'd be yeah. like, it's, just, it's the Cortland bias, that's all it is. The Cortland bias, that's what you think it is? All right, fair enough. All right. So, you do have some people right in front of you that love you very much. Ryan, you asked a certain certain group or, or person to not sit in front of you. Who are those people? Let's call them out. Uh, well, even Vasco mainly didn't okay. want to look at his ugly mug the whole time. Why? Uh, why? McNeil, he's all right. Sheedy, no. <laughs> okay. And Bryce, who just showed up, definitely not. Look, his hat isn't even on his head. Come he's got here. the wrong Come shirt on. Here. Yeah, and he's wearing a Penfield lacrosse shirt. Who we play? So, <laughs> I want to let you know, though, that of the people that you called out, you called out Mr. Mr. Desco. Yes. He he is he helped me carry in my equipment today. He is a very good guy. So he is a very nice gentleman. Yeah. So what what makes it difficult for you to stare at him the whole time? The, the red hair. <laughs> Just the red hair. Okay, fair enough. Ryan, what makes this this year's team special as you got started today? Uh, I think you can tell right off the bat right now that we're like a lot closer than we were last year. Um, we got a lot more experience, and I think we got enough talent to go the distance. We just got to put it together. Do you feel the chip on your shoulder? Is it still fresh? Or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't forget, uh, what was it, 17 to 6? 17 to 5. 17 to 5. You don't, you don't forget that very quickly. Um, we definitely didn't forget it yet, and we're ready to hand it to them when we see them. What, what happened when you go back and you play it over in your mind over and over again? What, what was it that you can 
work on this year? I just remember the whole game just feeling like we weren't in control. And I think we're doing a lot of things to make sure that we dictate the pace of games and dictate um, how the game is played. And we're going to play our brand of lacrosse and hopefully win a lot of games. Coach, how do you get more in control going off of what Ryan said? Well, I think our stick skills are, are there and uh, playing at a fast pace. You know, in practice, we, we, we're really preaching competing. Yeah. And you got to compete every day, just like you do in life. So you got to compete. So you can compete. Then when it comes to, you know, the bigger games, it's not as bad. Does it stick with you? Does that? Do you still feel that game? Yeah, well, there was one thing that was said that I'm not going to mention, but it's, it's there. It's ingrained into my brain. So hopefully uh, we can take care of that. From from competition, just kind from of... uh, one of the players on the team that beat us. Okay, so that so that sticks with you, and it helps to fuel you right now. Absolutely. Do you utilize it when when you start practices up again? Do you send a reminder out there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about it because sure. there's always locker room material. So do you ever? I mean, not just that game, but any game. If something's said or done. Do you, do you ever put that up in the locker room? Usually it's, you don't see that too much because, you know, the paper's not around anymore. You know, it's more online. But uh, yeah. there hasn't been much said until that game. Okay. So that's uh, that's the number one focus. Sticks with you yeah. as you move forward. Luke, is it is it fresh for you? Yeah, I think it's, it is. But it's, it's fresh for everybody, and I don't think anybody needs to be reminded of it. Um, you know, obviously, we've had a lot of fish in here, and we're not going to respond. We're not going to, you know, do anything like that. But, you know, we remember it. And, um, well, you respond on the field. Exactly. That, that's how we respond. And, um, you know, off the field, you know, taking care of what we got to do and, you know, um, representing this program is like it should be. And um, I think it'll show this year. Your teammates talked about how they would describe coach in a few words, and we heard about how caring coach is and how much you can feel that the team means to him. Do you get a sense for that as well? Yeah, no, I, I definitely. He's, um, you know, one, one thing about great coaches is, you know, they, they have a lot of strengths. And, and one thing is, I think, just his ability to adjust. You know, all great coaches you talk about, you know, at all levels, at all sports. You know, obviously coming from Corker to West Jenny is a huge adjustment. And, um, you know, especially being there for as long as he was. And so coming in last year, you know, he did a great job adjusting. And then from last year to this year, throughout the offseason, we've made some changes. And, you know, I think that's really hard to do, and, and he's done an excellent job with it, and so have all the other coaches. Um, but just the energy he brings and the enthusiasm, and, um, you know, I, I think it's been really good for us. What are some of the changes that you've, you've felt already? Well, you know, obviously some of it's natural. we got a lot of guys coming back, a lot of talent. But I think, um, you know, just practices, obviously, today, just the enthusiasm and the intensity, um, you know, fast pace, holding guys accountable, um, schematic changes, personnel changes, um, all, all down the line. Just and, and, you know, that comes year to year, definitely. And, and with the guys we've got coming back, you know, we have the ability to, to change things and, you know, he's just done. A, I think done a really nice job with it, and I think it'll show this year definitely. From your standpoint, having to protect the way that you do on the field, a lot goes on your shoulders. How do you handle that, and do you like being in that type of a role and, and having that pressure? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely, I don't say enjoy it, but you know, it's been four years now, so um, you know, I'm kind of used to it and embrace it. Um, last year was similar to my freshman year. We didn't really have. Uh, we had talented guys, but inexperienced. And um, this year, you know, we return all our defenders have gotten playing time, crucial playing time last year, and have done really well in the off season. So I think it's more similar to our sophomore year when we had a lot of experience, and you know that obviously ended pretty well. I mean, second place in the state. So, um, but I, I think I, I embrace it definitely, get a little enjoyment out of it. Ryan, how do you assess the the changes? How would you describe them and the intensity kicking up and the speed. Um, well, coach talked a lot about the past couple days at practice um, about how the first year honeymoon is over and he's going to start getting on guys and 
we had, we talked about it, and we, me and Luke and some of the other leaders on the team have talked about how like we want him to get on us too, to as an example, and so that he can get on other guys too because. We lost a lot of games last year, and no one likes losing. So we, we're definitely up in the ante, and I think that's good for everyone. You say that you go to coach and said, hey, if you're going to get on guys, get on us. You know, like that takes a lot to demand to be criticized when some people don't like it. Why, why want that? Why want to set an example, and why welcome criticism? Well, it was more a conversation. Coach called us in and said, don't take it personally, and but we're going to get on everybody, including you guys. And with Coach, we know not to take it personally because we know at the end of the day, if we got a problem with any part of life and going to his office, he's going to be there for us. So, I mean, obviously we invite it as leaders because we want to lead the team to more wins, and that's what's, that's what's going to do it. Coach, you hear these guys talk about how much you care, how they know it, without a doubt, how they know that wherever you're coming from, that they – when you say don't take it personally, they don't. They know not to already. How do you build that relation? <clears throat> pardon me, that relationship and that trust to not only tell them don't take it personally, but for them to tell you we don't. I think it, you know, the beginning like kind of like the same thing. The honeymoon phase was last year. You know, building the trust. I knew a lot of these guys. You know, anyways. Um, but then really getting to know them as players and things like that, um, I think Luke hit it right on the head. Their sophomore year, these guys did everything. His sophomore year, they did everything together. And I think that's what this group's going to be the same thing. They'll do a ton of stuff together, you know, hang out, whatever it is. Um, and I think that close-knit bond that they have is going to you know, go a long way for us. You come in and through that honeymoon phase, built this relationship. Did you anticipate building trust as quickly as you did? Um, probably didn't anticipate. I hoped for it, you know. And I kind of, I kind of look back to the Liverpool game last year at Liverpool, um, where the honeymoon phase was kind of really over because you know I didn't, didn't really, uh, you know, really bark. I barked a lot, but I didn't. To the most part, until that game, I, I said you were coached exactly. You knew there was one player we had to stay away from, and I even said to him, "I said, how many of you guys have ever lost to Liverpool in your life?" Nobody raised their hand. So I said, "Well, why would you start now?" And I think right from that point, kind of clicked for how it's going to keep going. For you, hindsight, twenty twenty. You get a season under your belt at West Genesee. What did you learn about yourself? Um, to just stay true to myself, really. Just do what I do and, um, you know, stay intense. I, I, I ask for everything they have. I'm going to give you everything I have. Why would I ask for you to do it if I'm not going to do it myself? You know, when I leave a game, I'm exhausted. I've got a headache. I'm sweating. And I ask them to do the same thing. These guys are up here. They're no strangers to being up here with me. Why are Ryan and Luke an adequate representation of 2020 and where you're going? Well, Luke, Luke's going to break John Galloway's all-time save record at West Genesee. He's going to Loyola. In my opinion, he's the best goalie in the country. I've seen Ryan play for a long time. Um, and I think last year was a lot of pressure, um, you know, with, with a lot of people. And I think this year he's going to explode. Because he's just going to play his game and just play loose and have fun with it. You know, it's going to be fun. Winning's fun, obviously. But it's going to be fun to play the pace we're going to play at. Ryan, your response to hearing Coach say that he feels like now you're going to play loose, more comfortable, have more fun this year. What's your response? Um, I mean, I hope I, hope I explode. That would be nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think definitely – and. Coach Smith and our assistant coach Grant have been really helpful with just saying, like, just go do it. Like, you can do it. Just go do it. You held back last year. Just go do it. Um, that helps a lot. Obviously, them backing me up, giving me the confidence to go do it. And if I can put it together, then I think it will be fun. What stands between you and putting it together? Is it just you at this point? No. I, I, there's 
10 guys in the field at the time. We got to all put it together. I can't win a game by myself. Luke can't win a game by himself. We got to, it's team sport. It's going to be a team effort every time we roll out there. So we got to put it together as a team. And I think we're very, very close to doing that. Fair enough. Luke, coach talks about you breaking a fantastic record. Says that, in his opinion, you're the best goalie in the country. Thoughts? Well, it's, you know, hearing it from uh, somebody like Coach who's been in the game for a while is is, is cool. You know, it's humbling. Um, breaking a rec- you know, breaking any record with this program is obviously pretty cool and something you think about and work towards ever since you start playing, especially someone like John Galway. Um, you know, who, who just, he, he embodies, I think, the goalie position. Um, but with that being said, you know, um, while those things are nice and, and all and all that's great, um, individually, you know, as a team, I think we're all focused on the same thing. And I think those things will come um, with wins and losses, you know. Um, in order to win games, I'm going to need saves. So I think they kind of come together. Um and I, I've, you know, I've done enough. You know, I, I want a section championship, and um, you know, I, I'm excited. I, I think if it both happen, that's great. But uh, we're going to take one game at a time, and um, what's supposed to happen, I think, will happen. We heard your teammates, as well as Ryan mentioned, not just Coach Smith, but the coaching staff in general. What are your thoughts on the rest of the coaches that build up this staff? No, I mean they're they're crucial. I mean, it starts with, with Coach Smith. You know, it starts at the top. Um, <clears throat> Coach Brady, you know, and Coach Aldridge with the defense that do a nice job, and, and they come to work every day just like Coach does and we do. Um, defensively, obviously, we, we had some youth last year, and, um, you know, I thought there were games where, I mean, we played two really good teams, you know, J- Jamesville, DeWitt, and, and FM. You know, we kept them. FM did score more than, I think, seven goals in either game, and JD, we kept them at eight, and those teams are averaging well into double figures. Um, so defensively, you know, against CBA, a team that, uh, you know, is as good as any class C team or B team as, as you'll see. You know, we kept them under 10 um, with some of the youth you had. So they, they do an outstanding job. And Coach Duran obviously has is, is, is been around for a while and has coached at all levels. So, you know, it starts at the top, but at the end of the day, all, all the coaches do a really nice job. And, and I think, you know, how well they, they tend to work together, I think, uh, makes it quick. With that being said... It's rapid fire time. You guys know this. You've played it. So we'll have a couple go both ways here. Maybe we'll let someone else from the audience ask a question. You guys can pick which teammate gets to do that in a second. Coach, I'm going to go to you first. You asked me a political question. I will ask you this one. What are the three things that any president should focus on if they were to win this election, what are the three things in our country that should be focused on the most right now? Well, health care is number one, obviously. You know, I'm in a situation where where I teach is we have great health care coverage. But I know friends of mine that are businessmen, they have to pay out of their pocket. They get hammered. Yeah, as a business owner, you have to figure it out. It's, it's just not right, you know. We should have universal health care for everybody. Okay. Um... Right, the second thing, I mean, I think education is huge. You know, we're kind of losing the battle there with, uh, you know, the technological aspect of it. Uh, we can catch up easily. And then probably the third thing I would say is, is the taxes to make it fair for everyone. Yeah. Middle class gets hammered. We get hammered. With Trump's new stuff, I actually had to pay for the first time in my life last year. Yeah. Never had to. So we got to fix that. And I agree with you because the middle class keeps getting bigger and our shoulders keep having to get broader Luke you have to rely on one of your teammates to save your life what teammate do you trust the most with your life Uh, that's that's a good question um, Thank you. I'll continue broadcasting after that. <laughs> well, I guess part of it would depend on what, what it is, what, what's, what I'm being saved from. You're in a burning building on the third floor. Burning on the third floor. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I probably, I might have to go. It's tough. I might have to, I might have to go with uh, maybe Vinny. He's the quickest one. He's fast. Um, no. He'll, he'll what did you say, Vinny? You said like you got. You, you said you can do it. Either him or can I, can I maybe pick all the face-off guys? You got speed. You got a lot of athletic attributes there. I'll be right. in and out like no time. All right, fair enough. Vinny, he said you first. You won that one. Congratulations. Good job, man. You won that. You're going to save his life. Can you do it? Yeah. You feel good about it? All right, cool. Ryan, you have a choice to swim with electric eels, eat a scorpion, or... Is it dead or alive? Oh, it's alive. So, swim with electric eels, eat a scorpion... Or wear a bikini to school for a day. Bikini. Wow. <laughs> why? Why the bikini? I hate the ocean. You hate the ocean, okay? Squir- a live scorpion. I'm pretty sure could kill me with one sting. Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure on the research behind that, but okay. And but the bikini. I've away. worn some pretty stupid stuff to school before, so it wouldn't okay. be that bad. All right. So we know that the cheers were different before, but I'm going to ask this one. Cheers for Ryan Sheehan. Cheers for Ryan Sheehan in a bikini. <laughs> I know. But wait, 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 wait. Cheers for Luke Stout in a bikini. Cheers for Brad Cunningham in a bikini. I think Brad still won. I think Brad still got it. Jeez. All right, Ryan. What's your first question for me? Um, who's the who's your favorite person that you've ever interviewed? Your favorite interview. My favorite interview. I would say both of my grandmothers. I would say G Mama, and it was my mom's mom, and, and Gammy was my my dad's mom. I would say interviewing them because. I kept recordings of them talking about my grandfather's World War II, all that. So I would, I would definitely say them. And I, I have videos of my uh, G mom, and she looked to be almost 101. And I have videos of her on my phone that I play from time to time. So I would say talking with them about anything, my favorite. All right, Luke, what's your question for me? Um, I would say. Uh do you think uh, Syracuse basketball will get in the tournament this year? No. Thank you. Okay. See, at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the year, I said that they would probably have 17 or 18 wins. They have 17. You can't lose to North Carolina when they're the worst team in the conference. You can't lose to Miami without their. And granted, I know we didn't have Elijah Hughes in the second half, but Miami was awful in that game. Just terrible. Begging for Syracuse to beat them. So, my original road there was beat North Carolina, beat Boston College, beat Miami, win two in the ACC, 21 and 12, got a lot of men. I don't think they have a road, unless they win the ACC tournament, I don't see them getting in. And I love all the guys, and I know them all, and they've all been on the show, and I love the coaches, and I respect them all. You ask me an honest question, that's an honest answer. But I will say this team is closer this year than the team last year. Last year, everybody was disjointed. This team actually loves each other, cares about each other, and they fight their butts off. So even though I don't think it's going to happen this year, I love and respect all the guys. All right, Coach, what's your, what's your question for me? So what's your favorite XFL team? You know what? This is a hard thing. I've been asking the fans to choose for me. I got a lot of Battlehawk stuff and Houston Roughneck and whatnot. It's between the Seattle Dragons and the St. Louis Battlehawks for me. I like the Dragon logo and name. I love St. Louis because when they lost their team, I went down right after they lost the Rams. So I think I'm going to end up a Battlehawk, but my favorite player is P.J. Walker from the Roughnecks because I covered him in college, the quarterback. So do you have a favorite? I like Tampa Bay. I like you the, like the Vipers. I do. All right, you like the Vipers. Okay, my, my, my guy Quentin Flowers was there for a little bit. It's, it's pretty cool. I like watching, you know, they, I think they get to hit a little more than the NFL does. Well, they were terrible, the Vipers, and now all of a sudden they're, all of a sudden they're playing all right. Yeah, they're, they're finally it's showing the parody in the league already. And I like that new kickoff. Oh, you like that everybody's got to stop? Stop and wait till it's caught and then go. Prevent from the injuries. I do. Fair way to catch the ball. I, I like it too. Cool. So, Coach, my last one for you for the Knights. 
What are the three greatest things about coaching at West Genesee? Well, living in the community, it's, it's awesome. This community, you know, so many people, they always say that, you know, you went to West Genesee, you live here, you're never moving. Everybody's going to keep living here. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter, she still lives here. Yeah. Now, my son is probably going to go away, but okay. that's a different thing. But I think that this community is special. It really is. I mean, everybody sticks together, and you have generations of people that have just been here. Okay. I love it. Um, I love that everybody can pass and catch. Uh, my old team uh, didn't have that. Fair enough. You know, it's, it's great. And I do love the intensity, the support. It's, it's been unbelievable. Everybody was like, well, you know, it's tough to take over for a legend, which it absolutely is. Yeah. And I'm pretty thick-skinned. And you, know, you got to be careful. The parents, our parents have been absolutely amazing. West Genesee parents are pretty awesome. It, it's been awesome because yeah. I always, you know, we do all this stuff and all the parents are like, oh, we got it, we got it. So well, what can I do? No, we got it, we got it. They just do everything. And it's, it's amazing. I mean, just the support is, I can't speak enough of it. Fair enough. I like that. I appreciate that very much, though. Especially with the show and with the Wildcat and everything we do here. I've seen the support firsthand, so we wouldn't be here if not for the community here. So, Luke, my last question for you. Who is your celebrity crush? Uh, oh, Ryan knows it. No, not his. Mine. Oh, yours. <laughs> we'll get to you. Be patient. Is she single? I have no idea. Well, we're going to have to figure it out. Matter. Doesn't matter. If there's a goalie, you still try to score. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So everybody that has a girlfriend, watch out for Ryan. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. All right, Luke, who's your celebrity crush? Um, I don't know. I might have to... What? I forgot the Harley, Harley Quinn movie. Oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, her. I'd probably have to go with her. Margot Robbie. All right, fair enough. Ryan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. Who's yours? Um, Addison Ray, she's a TikTok famous girl. Addison Ray, a TikTok famous. Yes. I don't know who she is. You should look her up in your head. Addison Ray, yeah. from TikTok. Yep. Is she is she better than Margot Robbie? Uh, it's close. Yeah, it's close. It's close. All right, fair enough. Ryan, what's your final question for me? I only came up here with one. Gotta have two. Um, who's your celebrity crush? Oh, you did that. I did. I did. The hockey team remembered it. Jennifer Aniston. Um, I mean, what you got? Something else. Off the cuff. Anything in the world. Whatever's first on your mind. Remember, it's a family show. Their parents here. I don't know. Brad Cunningham is here. We have to be good. Don't do that. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing Luke's. God, somehow. We're not. Because it's unsports. Well, you can ask me about anything. That's your like, favorite player and stuff. I don't know. Anything in the world. Help me out. All right. Do I think Syracuse is going to win it all for men's lacrosse? I think this is the best chance they've had in a long time. I would love to see it. It's been, you know, I would definitely love to see them do it. I think it's time. Ranked number one in the country right now. So. Cornell's going to be. I, I knew it was coming. You think Cornell's going to do it? Yep. That's, Schulte, that's the game to circle off. At Schultoff. versus two. A couple okay. weeks. It's over spring break. I'll be there. Bye. All right. So you gave your question to the audience. Do you have one now? <laughs> uh, what about Mr. Ivy? He's got to come up with one. What? What about Ivy? I don't, I'm not asking. Molasses. A stick. Brown and sticky. Okay, so are you happy to give that one up yeah, to them? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Luke, what's your final question? <clears throat> um, who, do you, who do you want the Bills to take in the draft this year? Oh, man. If, if, if you could have the idea. Mm. Ah, realistically, I guess, who would you want them to pick? I want to. I want to look at this really quick here right now. Either that, or or in a perfect world, if you could get anybody, who would it be? Either or. I guess. All right. So, I like I like Josh Allen. I do like Josh Allen. So I like what they have. I think he's going to be okay. I do like Singletary, the running back that he picked up. So, 
Yeah, let me. So the Bills, just to refresh my beautiful memory here, they have pick number. Oh, they're after my Jaguars. Look at that. All right, so the Bills aren't picking for. Oh, they're 22. So mm, that's tough because I think a lot of the people that I like are going to be gone. So I would say, yeah, I mean, I think the Bills have to, position wise, they're going to have to go. If I were them a 22 receiver, I would say they probably have to take a receiver at this point because none of the receivers have really worked out. I know T. I covered T. Higgins, so. But I would say probably a receiver. I know that some have them at linebacker, but they really haven't had anybody that they can trust. And Allen's got a cannon, but he can't really launch the ball out there if there's nobody to catch it. So, yeah. I would, no, that's true. I would say receiver. It's a tall receiver because he's yeah. got a bunch of short ones and one couple fast ones. Well, the thing is, I really like Zay Jones because I knew him at East Carolina. But, you know, what do you got for me, Coach, your last one? Let I ask you the XFL one? That was your first one of this one. Double one on papers. Let's see. I do my homework, Coach. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge New Orleans Saints fan. You're a huge Saints fan. Okay. And the uh, last couple of years, it's been very painful. Yeah. I thought they were going to be okay this year. I did, too. I thought they were going to be in the Super Bowl. Minnesota's ridiculous. But yeah. That's another story. I don't know who they're even looking to draft, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I think they need more defensive help. They do yeah. need a number two receiver, though. Yeah. You know, Michael Thomas is the best receiver around. He's not. He's untouchable. I like. I like my uh, Traquan Smith though. I like him from UCF. Yeah. I'm a fan of him. Yeah, he's good. I think you guys got to get defense. Is that your question? Get, well, there's a little defense. I mean, their, their corners are good except for uh, Eli Apple. I think he stinks. Okay. Uh, I think Came from the Giants. I yeah. know. I never liked him. Uh, yeah. I think you got to get rid of him. And I'm sure there. And I'm. I'm a Michigan fan, but I'm sure there's another Ohio State cornerback that they haven't taken because they have five of them. Yeah. Uh, so they can probably get another one of them. Yeah. But the linebackers are good. The Davis kid's good in the middle. Uh, he was, you know, Cam Jones and Cam Jordan is an unbelievable beast. I think you need that rusher. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Drew Brees is awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, Taysom Hill, what he does is, is crazy. Yeah, I think Dungey could do that. Yeah. If they give him a chance. Yeah, if they give him a chance. So I'm thinking, like, who should they pick? Who should they pick? Yeah, it's got to be defense, and I would say you got to go up front first. Go for your defensive line. Yep, do something with your defensive line. So with that being said, head coach Sean Smith, Ryan Sheehan, Luke Stout, myself, Dan Satora of Wake Up Call with Dan Satora here every single month with West Genesee Athletics exclusively at the Wildcat, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. I ask you to cheer for your teammates, your coaches, all throughout tonight. Tonight, I want to say the way to end it is for everybody that's not on screen to come up here. Every every player that's in this building, come up here. I want everybody behind us out here. I want to pack the house. Did y'all eat too much pizza? It's very slow. Come on, let's get everybody up here. Bring it in. As many as we can get up here. Holy cow. Get them all up here. What's the weight limit on the Get them all up here. And so... I want I want you to cheer on your parents, the alumni, the people that come out and see you and love you. Cheer them on right now, guys. So with that being said, West Tennessee Boys Lacrosse, you know what to do. Go out and support them. Show them some love. And once again, thank you to the Wildcat. Thank you to all of you. And thank you to the guys out here. We appreciate you. Everybody get home safe. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.